Hello, greetings and salutations. Welcome and welcome to another fun-filled installment of Yep, you guessed it. That's right. We're at it again. Well, I'm at it again. Uh the One Sharp Podcast where I go ahead and take all that Marvel goodness and compile it all in a big old pile. And then I uh simplify it or bring it down and uh give you all that information. Uh, now this particular podcast, I wanted to do something different because, um, with all the other ones I've been doing, you know, talking about certain characters and movies and where they come from and everything, I wanted to go a bit further back with this one. And this particular podcast, I feel like that would be, uh, the more necessary thing to do, uh, which this fun little installment called Marvel's best of the best where I talk about a particular person who has uh, graced us with his or her uh, own personal greatness. Uh, this person could be a writer, an artist, whoever has influenced Marvel in its infancy years and all the way up to its current point to where a certain character has been developed, has been modified, has... Uh, actually in a sense grown and um the particular person i want to talk about in this podcast is uh steve ditko now as most of you if not everyone all knows steve ditko had passed away june 29th 2018 truly a sad day um but let's not you know think about the sad part let's think about how he has made a huge influence within the comic book realm and um, with the information I found, he is he's the co-creator of a lot of characters. Um, but I won't get into that in this uh, little intro that I'm doing right now. But um, let's let's kind of get to find out or get to know a bit more about Steve Ditko. Um, let's see. His full his full name is uh, Stephen John Ditko. He was born November 2nd in 1927 in John's. Uh, Johnstown, Pennsylvania. That's basically where his origin story uh, begins. Now, of course, growing up, he had a high influence in drawing and worked on it throughout his uh, his his many years growing up. Of course, like how all we all do, um, he became a pen a penciler, writer, and an inker, which uh, he's best known for as being the artist of, and you all know this, or at least some of you know, uh, he's the co-creator of Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. Now, the fact that he lived so long, I, I hope he was able to watch uh, Spider-Man Homecoming and Doctor Strange, which, you know, it's not every day that you get to see your creations hit the big screen, especially with Marvel. Um, but with that, it just kind of pans out into, you know what he has contributed within the world of comic books as well as the world of movies and how people have been influenced with these characters that he has created because it it just doesn't start there with marvel it pans out even more so this guy had a lot to do with a lot of things um now as he grows and he developed his skill, he he studied under Batman's artist Jerry Robinson at Cartoonist and Illustrator's School in New York City in 1953. So as he is going on and going forth, 
he's uh bettering his skill he's further understanding you know how to bring out the full aspect of a character as we all seen and as we all know um he started officially as an inker alongside with jack kirby joe simmon working in the studio so right then and there you see that this guy is actually uh uh, developed a skill and he's worked with the greatest the great of the greats i mean come on now spider-man and dr strange and this other bracket because um after kind of building up his skill uh he began his career with um uh charlton comics and he also was the co-creator of captain adam in 1960 so around that gap he goes from marvel he's marvel strong but then he decides you know i've done so much for this company i feel like i need to actually move on with myself and actually uh you know expand my horizons and actually kind of further my my skill develop more characters so more people can be influenced um during the 1950s uh, he did work for Atlas Comics as well, which was a forerunner for Marvel, um, which, as we all know, with uh, well, with Atlas Comics, that is a new one to me because I haven't really got a chance to look into them. But I kind of do because, I mean, for someone to go from place to place and build up his skill and, you know, uh, being able to do so much and, you know, with the lengthy time that he has, um, you know, created so many more characters. Now it, it, it gets a little more interesting because this is where he does his switch, which was in 1966. Didn't mean for that to rhyme. Once, uh, being the exclusive artist that he is the, um, uh, for the amazing Spider-Man and Dr. Strange, he left Marvel for DC. Now, I mean, you know, he's contributed so much to Marvel around this time, and he's worked so hard, and he's done so well that, you know, after a while, you, you know, after doing it, you know, doing what you do for so long like that, you just kind of have to branch out, like I said before, and actually do your own thing, which that's exactly what he did. And by him going from Marvel to DC, it was really it was sad it was kind of sad you know you're taking someone with a lot of skill like how he he has and uh you know he's going from marvel to dc and it's i mean like i said it was sad but it's not too sad because it's not like he stopped creating he actually def he went off and made more characters but you know these characters now were a part of the world of dc um he continued working for Charleston and DC Comics, and he revamped, yes, revamped the Blue Beetle. So, on top of Spider-Man and Doctor Strange, he was also the co-creator of the Blue Beetle. Now, how far into it, I'm not sure if it's the Blue Beetle with the normal suit or the Blue Beetle artifact that is actually like an uh, exo uh, robot suit, um, as well as co-creating the Question, um, the Creeper, Shade the Changing Man and Hawk and Dove, which uh, out of all of them, except for Shade the Changing Man, which I've never really got a, never really heard either in comics or growing up. Um, all the other ones are very, very, you know, they stand out more, especially with the Creeper. Seeing that the Adventures of Batman and Superman, if not the Adventures of Batman, where 
the creeper was given his uh, origin story on the TV screen. Uh, of course, as well in the comics. Um, but that's a whole other installment that I won't get into right now. Um, Hawk and Dove, which we all know, you know, one is uh, um, Harbor of Peace and the other one is a Harbor of, well, I wouldn't say war. But he's, you know, one's a fighter, the other one's a peacekeeper, uh, attack and defense, sword and shield type of thing. And the question, which, of course, we all know he's a walking conspiracy theory, just, you know, throwing it out there. But he actually does his research and he actually knows what he's doing. Um, he's done so much work and he's done so well that he was inducted into the Jack Kirby's Hall of Fame in 1990 and also the Will Eisner Award Hall of Fame in 1994. Now, like I said, this guy has done a lot and by him doing so much, he kind of didn't want to be in the, the spotlight for any said reason. So he kind of kept to himself. You know, honestly, I don't I don't blame the guy, you know, for what he's done, what he's co-created, but what also what has been distributed within both worlds of Marvel and DC. And I, for one, am really proud and really great the fact that, you know, I got to grow up seeing his artwork as well as possibly some of his 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 writing within these two Marvel characters that he co-created, but also kind of see in a sense that you know, Blue Beetle and Question in the DC world got their uh, their spot in the world of comics and developed themselves even further into uh, the, the world of the TV screen and as well as the movies, which uh, Blue Beetle doesn't have a live action. Hawk and Dove, same thing. Most of the co-creations that he's made hasn't hit the big screen yet, but I see within this... Uh, I give it a couple years if DC, you know, gets on the right track, which I'm saying that they're not, but it's a little, it's a little rocky for them. I can honestly see, um, either, you know, Hawk and Dove making a special appearance in a certain DC movie, regardless if it's animated or live action, um, as, as well as, you know, Blue Beetle, which is Blue, you know, Blue Beetle's been in, uh, many, 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 many series, um, as well as The Question. Now, you know, going back into, you know, his his further years and what he's done, what he's contributed, you know, I'm in a sense really glad he's did he did what he has uh distributed out into the world. I keep saying that, but for sure, for certain, I mean <laughs> I mean, how can I how how can I honestly feel like, you know, I'm you know we're all going to miss him. You know, he's done a lot. And I keep saying that, but, you know, I'm just really, really glad I got to, you know, see his work and see that it's it's all paid off. Because it really does take a lot to, you know, put a lot of time and effort into a whole new character. And kind of seeing exactly where it goes and, you know, seeing the world of comic book readers look into your character and actually kind of kind of grow in a sense you know not everyone's a huge spider-man fan not everyone's a huge doctor strange fan but you know might they might go to blue beetle or hawk and dove and vice versa but the fact that if you can tap within the two different worlds and expand and 
you know, make these characters who they are today, you know, more power to you. So with all that being said, this is the Marvel's best of the best about Steven Ditko. Truly, truly amazing, wonderful person. You will be missed. We all have got to see your creation hit the big screen with Marvel and as well as DC. Of course, you know. So, with that being said, this is your main man, Nick. This is the One Sharp Podcast. And uh, I hope to get the next episode out sooner than later. I, uh... <laughs> I took a little little break, a little hiatus for myself because I've been busting my butt with a whole bunch of things, you know, life things. So I'm not going to get into my own little personal details, but uh, thank you all for listening. Um, I'm going to be working on a couple other episodes, like I said, and, um, you know, just keep up with everything with uh, what's, whatever's going out there in the world for you. Um, so that with all that, uh, everyone take care, take it easy. And uh, keep doing what you do. Excelsior.